This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Lindsay and I have Stars Born tickets to you. <laughs> we have so <laughs> many, many Stars Born tickets. tickets. What was wild because when we were, everyone was like in. No one is not, no one is always ever, like not everyone is always in. <laughs> As we've gotten older, our friends have gotten less in. And this is not, this is no offense to them because sometimes we are not in. But it's. I think people get less in. It's like, oh, do you want to go see like um, Final Destination 12 at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday? Not many people will be in. Five years ago, everyone was in. Yeah, five years ago, we had nothing better to do than see that. So, listeners, this happens when you're in your 30s. Like, everyone stops being in, and you have to try a little harder. But every once in a while, everyone is in, and it's the best thing in the world. I can't wait. We have some people who are coming who are going to be in the back, you know, that we'll know. I know. I got a few messages being like, see you there. And I'm like, I didn't invite you, (laughs) but I mean, it's good. (laughs) Fill the theater with, with Lady Gaga fans. Fill them with monsters, and we'll all be screaming together. Like, the more the merrier. I know. Pause up. I, 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 I'm truly, I'm like, uh, pause up. Pause up. I'm fully over the moon. I cannot remember the last time I was this excited for a movie. I know. I'm like, so in the bag. I, I, Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. I was trying to, no, I was, because Mamma Mia 2 was kind of a hard sell for me until I found it was was all. Because I don't like the, I really don't like the first one. I've said this. So, it was a big surprise that I number one would care, but number you two mean would like actually excited love it for something before it came out, and then it filled. Yeah. The, but the thing is, it's like for me, I'm excited for a lot of things before they come out, but not all of them fulfill the promise of that. Mamma Mia, I was excited for cool. and fulfilled it, but not as excited as this, obviously. But I was really excited for Crazy Rich Asians, and it did. It was fine. It was good, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't transcendent. Well, I was excited for Crazy Rich Asians. I was excited for Mission Impossible. I was excited. I'm excited Mission Impossible about movies. did it for you. You've seen it like 14 times. I've seen it three times. Um, Lindsay was doing the math. Um, it's sort of like Lisa Lopez. Do the math. All right. This is how a group can sell 10 million records and be broke. And everyone, get ready to do your math. You've spent over, you've spent a lot of money. Like you three, don't have to talk about how much money Three I've times spent. in New York City is like over 50 listen, bucks. Just listen, saying. listen. One of them was a matinee. One of them was a matinee. Okay, fine. One of them was cheap. Whatever. Fine. One of them was cheap. Whatever. This is the point is I'm trying to ask an earnest question here. Yeah. I don't think I can name the last movie that had me this hyped. Like in a in this sort of like all-encompassing, I can't stop thinking about it way. Like when you were a kid and you like when you were a kid and you were like really excited for like the next year favorite stars movie. Like that. Yeah. You're right, like that way. It really feels unparalleled and I don't know like I get excited about all sorts of things you know that we love to like stan just because it's a fun thing to do standing is fun whether or not it is something you're like truly passionate about just like the behavior associated with standing something is fun it's like a hobby the older you get the harder it is to to bring your hopes up so high and put a lot of effort into like you know being excited about this movie especially publicly when you know it like could probably not be good it probably isn't good yeah. um, and the reviews the early reviews from festivals really did spur take this into the stratosphere you yeah know? like they really pushed it to the next level because it was other people like people we respect and know and people that everyone like respects and knows saying 
guess what? This movie is not just actually good. It's great. And, and the will... people who would say, you know, it's a fun movie. We're having fun. I love to have fun, but it's not that good. Like that is the review that I almost expected because mm-hmm. I have seen the original Star is Born. And yes, I do stand for it, but it is long and it isn't that good. And like, I know that in my heart of hearts, even though like I would like go down with the ship for it. And it's not even the original. <laughs> I know. It's the one that you're calling the original is like. True. It's true. Well, like, Funny Girl. Okay, but like Funny Girl's way better. I mean, Barbara has better movies than Stars Born. Barbara has all of her movies are better than Stars it's Born. True, it's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. 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 Um, a really funny when you hear funny Stars Born story. I mean, a funny Barbara. We story. don't even have a segment on this episode no, for sh- Stars Born. Sh- but when you hear me. a funny Barbara Streisand story, I always do. One time, my mom. Uh, She's hilarious. <laughs> my mom like rarely rented like movies for herself. Yeah. You know, but every once in a while she had. I. I, I I don't remember what the situation was. For some reason, like my my dad and my siblings and I went out for dinner or were somewhere and my mom didn't come. And my mom that evening, and I remember my mom going to the video store and renting a movie and being like, I'm going to watch this movie alone. Aww. And it was the mirror has two faces. Oh my God. And I was like, and the next morning it was like, did on you the like TV. steal it and watch and it? And I was like, can I watch this? And my mom goes, no, this is the funny story. My mom goes, no, that's a movie for mommies. And I was like, what? <laughs> No, that's a movie for moms. That's a movie for moms. She didn't say mommy. That's really funny. I was like, this is very strange. That's um, really anyway, funny. I, I love when you. I love when moms reveal like cultural um, positions. Like when my mom decided her favorite movie last year or the year before was Made in Manhattan, and I was like, you sure? Like I don't know. She was like, I love this movie. It's like my favorite movie. I was like, are you sure? It's good, but <laughs> come on. Hey, who weekly? Okay, so I just listened to um, your latest episode, uh, and I am an Italian person answering your call to tell you more about Fedez and the the blonde salad. Uh, Basically, she's huge in it. Like, she's, she's like, a legit, like, she's considered, like, a business person, almost. She's, like, the biggest Italian fashion blogger, but I feel like she, she, like, expanded so they like loved her because she went abroad and like made it kind of I don't know um and then Fedez he's like whatever yeah like what you get pretty accurate he's I don't know pretty I don't know anyways he yeah he's a judge on the x factor anyways what I'm trying to say is it's like a huge deal and it's kind of like so bizarre and also the blonde salad is nonsense in english and it's nonsense in italian okay bye good form bella thorn hey good to know blonde to salad know. actually I famous, had a, I had actually a, big i knew she was famous like she her wedding was very covered like i but knew I she was we famous. sort of it's undersold just, her fame we tried not to we just didn't know who yeah. she was ourselves yeah. so it's hard to like it's hard to sell the fame properly when you yourself don't have a concept yeah. of that anyways yeah Next call. Yeah, listen, I just wanted to talk about the blonde salad again. Also, I loved hearing that her name is as nonsense and Italian as it is in English. So not that we didn't expect that, but it's good to hear it from, you know, the other side of the pond, across yeah. the pond. No, that's God, wrong. I pulled a U. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, guys, it's Bill. Um, first time, long time. Um, I heard you guys talking about Randall Emmett, and um, I just wanted to let you guys know that he also loomed large in the um, the iconic... 2014 docu-series hashtag Lindsay on own um he um 
what you, you may recall was uh, Lindsay Lohan uh, ostensibly restarting her acting career, going through recovery, moving to New York and everything. But it was really a show about Lindsay's own uh, inability to participate in a docu-series. Um, so Randall Emmett, they, they mention him in several episodes. She's, like, going to meet with Randall. She's going to fly to L.A. with Randall at some point. He doesn't actually show up until um, the final episode where she goes to Sundance and they have a press conference at Sundance, um, Lindsay and Randall, to announce that they are going to make a movie. Like, it's not that I'm, uh, like, the movie does not exist yet, but they are going to make this movie. Um, and, uh, called Inconceivable, which is a movie, like, I have looked into it and it did eventually end up existing, not with Lindsay Lohan, um, with somebody named, uh, Nikki Whelan, who was, uh, on the Australian soap opera Neighbors, took, um, she took Lindsay Lohan's part. And also starring in the movie, uh, Gina Gershon, Nicolas Cage, and Faye Dunaway. Um, and also, you mentioned Amber Childers, who I guess was married to Randall Emmett. Um, I just wanted to mention she was in the movie The Master. Uh, she played Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, daughter and also Rami Malek's wife. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, bye, my gay boys. Um, all right, bye. Oh, thanks, Bill. I love that Bill found a way to bring up the master. Of course, the only way Bill would call in is, is if, if it had to do with the master. master. Yeah, it's like love. almost like he worked his way back. I do remember Randall being involved in Lindsay Lohan's life. I don't. I uh-huh. did not remember that part of hashtag Lindsay on oh. own. Although I did watch it, and you were right. That show is ninety nine percent about her not wanting to be involved with the show. Um, mm-hmm. But and she's being, like. Unable to, to do the show. She like, still she's shouts so out Oprah uh, any chance she get. Like, like mm-hmm. Oprah is on speed dial apparently still from that show. So that's nice. I, yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I don't even like thinking about that show because it's one of the biggest squandered opportunities like in cultural history. It's true. Like, like in why did culture. Oprah even let her do that? It's unbelievable that she even got Well, we know why Oprah let her, but why did she take... I mean, she was handed she was handed a winning lottery ticket and was like, "I'm not going to scratch this." Right. Well, that's you know, like, her, like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah um, so that's great. Good to know. And let's get to calls. Questions. Actual questions. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I'm calling about The Bachelor. Um, really important Bachelor. Um, I guess it's Bachelor Who news, but Jenna Cooper, who was on Bachelor in Paradise, is apparently like a scammer. She like. She got engaged to someone on the show, but according to Reality Steve, she's, like, had a boyfriend this whole time, uh, which is, you know, probably pretty standard, but this is the first time it's been, like, revealed. Um, but she, like, kept him the whole time, and when the episode aired that in which she got engaged, she texted her boyfriend and was like, oh, no, 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 like, this is just her networking and my business and like I really need the money uh which is really cool but the none of that's really important the the important part is that Jenna looks just like Rita Ora and she said that herself like not only do I think she looks like Rita Ora but she thinks she looks like Rita Ora so 
wait, oh, no, I'm getting another call. Okay, well, just know that there's a Rita Ora in Bachelor in Paradise. So I did watch Bachelor in Paradise. I've decided to make my this, – this is wild that this is what it has to happen, but – I've decided that I only watch Bachelor in Paradise. I do not watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I only oh, watch that rule. show. That's, your that's new my rule? new rule. Okay. It just makes me feel better about like the whole situation. Like I do not need to watch The Bachelor. I don't want to watch it. But I do love Bachelor in Paradise and I think these people are like really fun to watch. So I did yeah, watch this season. Because you love Love Island. I love Love Island, but I just like it's it's more It's as absurd. It it it's it's the it's all the absurdest elements of Bachelor the Bachelor franchise, but in one show. It's just fun to catch up with what other people are saying about these people as the season goes on, and then I just see them all together, like in the big shit mm-hmm. show that is Bachelor in Paradise. So this season yeah. on Bachelor in Paradise, a lot of stuff happened. Couples got together, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. One couple, this guy named Jordan, who was like this almost like kind of embarrassing joke person on his season and model, um, and he kept everybody kept making fun of him. Like the production made fun of him. He was edited so yeah. poorly. He comes on. He meets this girl named Jenna, who was also a villain on her season. She does kind of look like Rita Ora, and she does kind of look like Margot Robbie, which is what Bobby just said. She does sort of have a um. Uh, who's the who's the housewife? She kind of looks like I uh, who I don't know Taylor. She kind of looks like Taylor. She definitely like could pass for she all. She has a face. She, she so, has a face. So, Reality Steve, who you might know as the Bachelor, Bachelorette uh, expert, he kind of just, like, has mm-hmm. all the inside information. He's definitely in the bed with all these producers. ABC not, hates him. Not literally figuratively. ABC hates him. Oh, my God. He spoils the winner every year. Like, he, <laughs> he spoils the winner, like, one episode after it airs. It's kind of funny. So, um, he comes out with this amazing, sorry, this, like, amazing post that's, like, I have these text messages. This guy sent them to me. He's fed up with this whole situation. Jenna has been dating this guy throughout the entire experience. And when she won The Bachelor, I mean, when she won Bachelor in Paradise and What's-His-Face proposed to her, Jordan proposed to her, that was all fake. She te- I have the text from her to her boyfriend saying it was fake. The texts are insane. Reading other, te- other people's texts is a wild journey because you're like – do people text like this out there? And the answer is yes. yes. Let me just read you a little bit of their text. Wait, do you want to read? You read the blue and I'll read. Yeah, because I'll be the boyfriend. Because uh, uh, so No, I'll read the blue. And you... Who's the... So oh, you're I'll the boyfriend. No, no, no. The boyfriend is the blue. You're right. The boyfriend is blue. Right. Um. So really quickly, just to, to clarify this, just because I'm an idiot. Oh, yeah. This is her texting her real boyfriend. Yes. Not the fake TV boyfriend. No, this is her texting her real boyfriend after what after aired on TV. After she's been set up on television with another man. Well, I mean set fake. up. She's been fake dating well, him on a TV show and then decided to literally get engaged to him at the end okay. of the show. Here we go. And then I'll be, I'll be, I'll be boyfriend. Okay. I don't know what his name is, but let's call him Ben. Good morning, beautiful. How's my girl doing this morning? <laughs> Amazing. My heart is melting thinking about hanging out with my girls again. I'm so excited. Heart face, heart eye face. But I'll admit, I'm even more excited to see you tonight later, heart. Guess I'm the I'm the only one who's excited. You don't love me anymore. Cry face, cry face, cry face, cry face. <laughs> because, because there are two there are two texts. So he didn't respond immediately after her saying she was excited. So then she's like, guess I'm the only one who's okay. So he says, I'm okay, me, 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 me. No, no, no. I'm gonna let me try to be like, oh yeah. No, no, no. Wow. Of course I'm excited and still do. (laughs) Of course I'm excited and still do. Sorry, had a work call and just super busy. I'll make it up to you, winky face. Not an emoji, just the regular, normal, like, semicolon. So butch. Close parentheses. You always say that. You're always so busy, but you do (laughs) always make it up to me, like, tongue out face. Ew. (laughs) Tonight I'm going to take all your stress away. I can't wait to put you in my mouth. (laughs) I didn't know that was coming. (laughs) 
<laughs> keep going. Keep okay. going. I can't wait to put you in my mouth. It's oh. going to get real kinky. I might bring a belt and whips and kick your ass. Maybe I'll dress up and dress you up too. You better watch out. I'm coming for you. Monkey with the hands over the eyes. Kissy <laughs> face. <laughs> uh, thank God our episodes are marked explicit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lol i guess i wouldn't mind that too much kissy face real emoji this time kissy face with the heart coming out of the mouth love you i love you the most kissy face hard eyes and then next this is the best next text hey i have a business question can i call you in a bit to ask sure baby in about an hour after my meeting okay talk to you soon heart <laughs> And then, and then, and then, time passes. Time passes. Time passes. This is wild. Okay, so this is a text from her. We don't know how much later. Wait, we do. It says, "Well, no, because no, he sent say. them. He it we don't know when he sent say. them." Okay. Good morning, handsome. Wow, this is like a, the weirdest wake up call. It's text. still morning. It's still morning. Good morning, it's been handsome. Morning for a long time. Or maybe it's a different morning. I just want to say sorry. Don't be mad at me or do anything crazy. I know you're upset after this week's episodes, but I keep telling you yesterday. I told you yesterday, and I keep telling you this is all for my business. You know how much I need the money. Me and Jordan aren't together for real. I don't even like him, let alone love him. I'm better than him. Oh my God. And once I'm able to, I'll break it off for good and make up some good story and make you look, make him look bad if. If it'll make you feel better. He means nothing to me and never has. None of the other guys I go out with mean anything. All for work and networking. You're the only one I need in my life. The only guy who interests me. I need you to love me and always be there for me. Next text. I'm going to call you. He says nothing. So he doesn't respond. He doesn't respond. I'm going to call you. You still love me? Cry face, cry face, cry face, cry face. <laughs> well, like, wah face. Cry face, cry face, cry face, wah face. This is the most wild document because it's like, it couldn't be any more straight. Like, he didn't even, like, coax this out of her. Like, she just said, like... I don't even like him. <laughs> like, we no, are not together. It's, it's literally the, it's the interview tactic where you don't say anything and the other person just like starts talking to fill the silence. I mean, she you just know? said everything. Usually this is like in person, but he's, wow, what a test. He's like, he's been on a business call for 30, 30 minutes and he comes back and she's admitted to all these sins. And it's like, so, please take me back. Do you love me? I love you. Oh my God. In I case you're you. wondering, like he vetted the phone number, like Reality Steve, like kind of vetted all the information. Like he didn't just post these, like, because text can very easily be falsified obviously in photoshop he went through it and then people caught up with jordan this the guy on the show that she was quote unquote dating or Mm -hmm. engaged to and he wrote she denied it she said it was untrue and he said jenna called me and said she was very anxious about this twitter post i talked to her in the middle of the night last night i said don't hype yourself up don't worry you have nothing to worry about i tried to calm her blah 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 then he said it felt like a body drop i got taken down I'm weak in the knees and I feel like I have rocks in my stomach. What's funny is he first he says, I know my Jenna and I read those texts and in my heart, I know it's her. Like he knows that that's the way that she speaks. Like that is crazy. So he believes the text. He they they're like going to figure it out or something or we're, I don't know. This was no. But then he said the, the people story that I'm reading, he's like disgusted. And he says at the end. I would never have expected this. I feel sick about it. I just don't understand why someone would say that they're better than me and have ill intentions. If this whole thing sticks and it's true, I will be hurt much more than the depths of romance. I will be hurt as a person and as a friend. There are so many layers to a relationship. And right now I feel them all peeling back. It's really sad, but it doesn't it doesn't say that they're he never actually says that he's like done with her. Like he just says that it's terrible. He just says. Uh, our friendship is tar- oh, okay. Maybe he does. Our friendship is tarnished. I don't even know where what piece to pick up or how to put it back. Okay, so like clearly they're done. I hope so. This guy sucks. You but he doesn't be. suck this much. Like he doesn't deserve this. Guy this guy sucks, but uh, he might. 
whatever. I mean, he might get a sympathy, like a sympathy role out of all of this, like another season of Bachelor in Paradise. Like another I mean, they already season of the chose they already chose the Bachelor, so he can't be that, unfortunately. Well, yeah, but he could, be, he could be in the next season of Bachelorette. Like they could bring people back. There are no rules. They get cheated know? on all the time. Like last season, what's her face cheated on what's his face? Remember? You don't know. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember a big cheating scandal. But like I there was a cheating scandal. This is so boring. Let's move on. Good text though. Hi, Weekly. It's Monica from Michigan. Who is Bonnie Aarons, the titular nun from The Nun? ScarJo Yummy Pop. <laughs> I, love, I the nun. love The Nun. I love The Nun. Here's I the deal. The I will never, ever see The Nun because literally it's a movie that's like jump scares. Like that's the entire the movie. Did you know The Nun did better, though, in box office than like any of the other Conjuring films? Yeah, The Nun was a huge hit. What I love about The Nun is that The Nun herself, The Nun, is played by this woman whose Instagram I l- totally went through. I went through the entire Instagram. She is my favorite woman. Her <sighs> name her name is Bonnie Aarons. And let me tell you, she's got the look. Her look is so great. And she has turned it into an entire career of playing creepy crawlers. She <sighs> literally... Every movie that she's in, she plays a creepy crawler, except for The Princess Diaries. She plays Baroness Joy Von Troken. I looked this up. Not a creepy crawler. But every other movie, if there is a creepy crawler, she is the creepy. So like Her most iconic role, I would say, is from Mulholland Drive. She's the bum. She plays plays the bum behind the garbage. What a scary moment. The dumpster. Yeah. And... That was her most iconic role. And she, where's the, the the interview you found about how David Lynch found her? Oh, um, someone asked her, was there a traditional, was there a traditional audition process for the role of the bum in uh, Mulholland Drive? And she says, I don't mean to brag, but David Lynch said he was looking for the most incredible face he could find. I actually met him at a Twin Peaks party. And he was like, look at that face. She <laughs> does have a look at that face. And what's great is her, her Instagram, hell of a face. every like 30 photos she has thousands of photos that I went through but she every 30 or 40 photos she posts a picture of the bomb and you're like ah because it really is a scary face she has also played such iconic characters as blue skinned woman uh Latisma in the bathroom mother and daughter at decathlon fest and drag me to hell love that movie strange lady in valentine's day perfect oh my god uh, you missed you missed the prostitute. The pro- she's been the prostitute, the prostitute, the bum, and the nun. She's been um, Fat Tina and I Know Who Killed Me. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what the... I love that movie. And, <sighs> um, yeah, like all the scary things. And her Instagram feed is like all these amazing prosthetic makeup moments and like putting in fake teeth and whatever. She loves um, cryotherapy, her pug, and Pilates also via reading her Instagram. And she took a picture of a salad in 2014. She really liked the salad. It didn't get any likes. I love... That she was in Silver Linings Playbook as Rocky D'Angelo's mother. She's like, got a look, let me tell you. So now she's a nun. She's incredibly successful as the nun. She'll be back in the nun two, Return of the Nun. Um, and just like, I'm really happy for her, you know? Hi, um, I have a who mystery for you. The long and short of it is, did Olivia Coppola film a safety video for Peter Pan bus lines that's only shown on the bus itself? And I understand this might be unanswerable, and frankly, it's probably kind of boring, but it's been haunting me for months since I saw this video, because basically it was like five minutes long, and the first part of it was just this young woman in her 20s, like playing with a bunch of toy buses, saying like, vroom, vroom, and then she looks up at the camera and is like, oh, hello there, 
welcome to Peter Pan bus lines. And then it transitions into the rest of the safety video, which is like dumb in its own right because it's a Peter Pan bus, so there's no rules. So why do you even need to watch the safety video? But the point of the woman at the beginning was clearly like, oh, look at this famous person, you know, pay attention to her and then pick up on the other rules or whatever. She was supposed to be like the attention getter, but I didn't know who it was. And when I saw her, I thought, is that Olivia Colpo? For basically no reason other than I was on a Peter Pan bus in New England. And I just, I, it's, it's stuck with me since I saw it like three months ago. And I just need to know who that woman was. Maybe she's not famous. This is probably a really boring call, but I, if anyone can find anything about it, it will be the two of you. Also, this is not sponsored by Peter Pan. Thank you. Good form, Bella Thorne. This is honestly scarier than the nun. This is a this is scarier <laughs> to me than the nun. <laughs> to see a video of Olivia Culpa playing with toys. Just to toy think of a, a poor person bus. like having to see this video and then like being haunted by it like the nun for literally the rest of their lives until they call the <laughs> weekly hotline and we maybe figure it out for them. Also, yeah. like I love the idea of a safety video on a Peter Pan bus. You're right. There is no rules. People literally There's don't wear no seatbelts. People walk around. People do whatever they want on Peter Pan buses. Um, and I've only been on a Peter Pan bus once, and it was fine. It was fine. Also, the idea, the idea that you to figure out this mystery, you'd have to maybe ride a bus again, the Peter Pan bus again, is taunting. Yeah, it's nowhere to be found on the internet. We've looked. There's no footage of this on the internet. Okay. As far as we, but, as far as we can tell. But. But. But I emailed them. <laughs> so You forget you know, we that love, we do have journalism training. We we love to report. We're expert reporters. And um, I reached out to Peter Pan bus lines. Regular Woodward and Bernstein over here emailing uh, no, yeah. Peter Pan bus lines. Yeah, read our read our new bestseller. It's just called Who? <laughs> um, here we go. Oh, they got back this. to you? I, yeah, they got back to me, Lindsay. I said, Peter Pan wrote me back. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you until we're on air. I'm gonna read it live in front of you. Okay. So I said. Um, Wait, just to remind you, Olivia Culpo is that woman who, like, won Miss Universe, also dated Nick Jonas, and now dates a football player, and like is everywhere, but is just like completely does unrecognizable, doesn't do anything. She's well, also she dated new, Danny Amendola. Danny dates. Amendola. She's, they're back together. Also, she's they're on a together. show. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get that. We'll get there in a second. He's a Miami Dolphin. He's a Miami Dolphin. So I. I emailed, I emailed like a general customer service line. Hey guys, um, it's me doing some I said, research. I said, hi, Peter Pan. This is a strange question. <laughs> is the woman in your safety video, Olivia Culpo? Thank you. Please call me back if possible. And I put my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> no. and, and they wrote back to Peter Pan's credit. They wrote back in under two hours. They yeah, well, they have so great customer quickly. service because people are probably emailing about like terrible things happening on Peter Pan buses. And it's a really, yeah, I know. They're probably, it was probably a huge relief to get this email and not something like, what else. a pleasant so, email. A really, really friendly Peter Pan employee named Danielle wrote back and she said, no, it is not. <laughs> I don't know what's better that it's it, that it would be or that it's not. No, it is not. It's so good. Oh my god, is that Olivia Colpo? No, it is not. So call her. It's not. Don't 
oh my God, don't be so hard on yourself. You were so concerned about your call being boring, but it was one of the best calls we received. Honestly, also, Lindsay, I think this is one of our biggest weeks of calls ever. We, we had so some many really calls. good ones. Good calls. Good calls, So though. many of them were good. Um, okay, but also, not, this means you though. don't have to ride the fucking Peter Pan bus again. Good for you. Yes, that's true. To find out. It's not Olivia Culpo. Who is it? Didn't ask. Don't <laughs> care. It's not Olivia Culpo. Let's move on to something Culpo adjacent. Oh, fuck. More Culpo? Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. I'm wondering who is Devin Windsor. I'm getting ads for her now. She's a model, I guess. She's at New York Fashion Week. Should I know her? Why is she being promoted to me? Uh, Thank you. Let me no, know. Well, I was just going to say, we got a lot of calls about Olivia Culpo that we didn't play. It was a weirdly an Olivia Culpo heavy week. It's every week. Uh, and this is this is just one of them. And this would no, she wasn't even mentioned in the call, but she is sort of tangentially related. Lindsay, I'll let you start. What I'm just saying is like uh, adjacent programming to the show that we're never going to watch again, Ashley and Evan on E! is a new oh, Thor, so. show that I did see ads for and was like, why would I ever watch this? Mm-hmm. And it's literally a reality show about models called model squad olivia culpo is on this too even though olivia culpo is a model but like that's not her number one job like these are like professional models like they're victoria's secret angels and they're like they have contracts and like whatever olivia culpo is more of like a she's like a crossover like influencer type person more so now even though she definitely could model she probably does model but do you know what i mean it's like a there's a difference right Mm -hmm. okay so the show's like honestly terrible. Terrible. I watched one episode. It's way worse than Ashley and Evan. We had no idea what was out there when we said Ashley Evan was oh. bad. Um, it's just like weird, very um, reality show set up scenes of models around a table talking about stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, models hey, like, like what's like new with you? Like a quiet club, like a not real club. What's new with you? What's new with you? What's new with you? Okay, so like <laughs> tell me what's new with you? What's new with you? And then like them at... Like photo shoots, like getting their hair done, looking at their phones. Essentially, it's it it's honestly crazy. Where like half of the questions start with like, "Did you ever hear back with? Did you ever hear back from like X?" Right, or it's like, "Oh, like yeah, like what about that guy? Like, oh, okay, what about that gig or whatever?" It's is there still drama with you and Kathy? (laughs) Kathy. (laughs) So, Olivia Coppola is on it, um, but there's more a more interesting character on it named Devin Windsor, and the reason why she's interesting. Is because last week on the show, apparently she uh, had a moment <laughs> where... Not even apparently. She had a moment. Right. She had a moment where all the girls were talking... I have the clip. I mean, I can just play it. All the girls were talking about yeah. diversity. And she said... Um, what did she say? The girls are talking about how it's like how it's hard to like be a black girl who wants to model in Italy because they only want white girls. And it's like talking about like racial diversity and yes. how it's hard for non-white models. And then and she, Devin slides she in goes, and says, well, I don't speak Italian. I don't speak Paris. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't speak Paris is my favorite. And then she goes, it's really hard to be blonde. <laughs> but she meant like because of dyeing her hair. Like she's yeah. like, I have to Let's get my roots done. Okay, I'll play. Like before there it was not, yeah. there were no plus girls. They there were no like girls at all. Yeah. You guys, what's, what's going on? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Diversity. Diversity? Diversity. Diversity. I used to get bullied. Because of my skin color, I wasn't going to be able to do high fashion. A lot of black girls would have to miss Milan because they won't be able to walk in in the shows because they don't want girls of that color. I know it's super hard to relate to. I literally went through hell and and literally lived in different countries like every other month and didn't speak that language, didn't speak Paris, didn't speak 
Italian, and I did that for like two years. I don't think you can relate to the turmoils of being different. Do you know how hard it is to be blonde? I have to get a highlight every month. Do you know how I did tonight? Oh my god, small violin. Highlight her hair. <laughs> she said that. And that happened, and everybody was like, yike. <laughs> it's like, what do you expect? Like, these are models. Like, they're so beautiful. They can't know that French is a language of France. Come on. But I mean, she should. Bobby, they're so busy, like, being beautiful. Like, it takes up a lot of time and energy. But the other models, Devin is the one who's, like, the one who's the most ignorant here. The other models know what's going on. They know that they you speak time. French in France. I'm just saying, I'm not saying models aren't smart. I'm just saying they don't have to be, so why bother, okay? Like, so effort. Because of this, minimum amount of she effort. gets in trouble. She gets in trouble, and she apologizes like this. The majority of the conversation was edited, and if a peer of mine wanted to discuss such a serious subject, I would never follow it with a joke. I have an immense amount of respect for my peers. I know the struggle of diversity and inclusion in my business, as well as in so many others, is not one to take lightly. I made a comment in jest to infuse levity, and I feel... Okay, first of all, if you're saying... If you are saying you don't speak Paris, you're not also saying, I made a comment in jest to infuse right, so levity. The, the joke that. about dyeing your hair did feel... Feel like it could be a joke like if you said it correctly or like what like if everyone's like oh it's yeah, really but, hard to be a model and you're like tell me about it my roots have to be died models, every four months <laughs> but the models reactions to her were not out of no context. they were like you know like what? they heard all the context and they were still appalled so basically so like you're your bad at telling a joke like a hundred percent but also um, saying well, i don't you're bad at telling a joke or you're not thinking anyway <laughs> after her apology which went on or it wasn't a joke uh, olivia colpo was like, I feel for you, her co-star. Please understand, information can be taken out of context and misconstrued to manufacture drama. I can assure you, Dev, and his immense, has an immensely kind heart, and anything that portrays her otherwise is a manipulation of her true character. Okay, first of all, Olivia, you weren't there. But also, like, <sighs> it's a reality show, and if you don't think that things are taken out of context, because literally it's called editing, I have to make a reality show out of it, and an actual show that involves editing and taking things out of context, you're insane. Yeah. That's I mean, just, the, yeah. The, the main problem here is that... The other, the other women who were at the table with her were like completely shocked and annoyed and taken aback by what she said. So I'm going to trust their reactions over Olivia Culpo's tweet. But let's talk more about Devin Windsor, who has answered a few amazing Q&As in the past few years since she's been famous. Literally, this is her talking about getting her roots done is not the first time that she's complained about having to get her roots done. Literally, they so, say, how do you care for your hair since it's bleach? I guess this is like a topic she loves to talk about. And she's like, don't even get me started. Basically, I go every month to get a re-bleach and do protein treatments monthly. I take hair growth, natural and vitamins, sleep on sleep pil silk pillowcases. About every product Basically, this is like the number one issue in her life is how annoying it is to bleach her hair and how terrible it is for her hair, which like mm -hmm. is funny because it's just this is this is the evidence right here that it's a sensitive subject for her. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Medium time. First time. So we got into a really heated debate at work the other day. We were arguing about Zac Efron and arguing specifically about if he's an A-list celebrity. It got really intense and people had a lot of reasons. I think he's A-list. A lot of other people at work apparently think he's B-list or lower, which is just insulting. And it just made me think, how do you guys define a celebrity? Is it the ability to open a movie on their own? Is it about how often you appear in Us Weekly or in People Magazine? Is it the number of brands that you're able to endorse on Instagram? What? What defines being on the A-list? 
Anyway, it really got me thinking, and I'd love to know your thoughts. Good for Bella Thorne, feeding um, your brain. Zach Efron is tough. I would say he's like a B plus actor. I think the reason why he's we not a list. Well, the reason why we do yeah. who them is because these the letter rankings are so hard to do, and the people only people who really still do them are the blinds. So it's like no one is really using like those that didn't, that scale as much in terms of like. Do you know what I mean? Well, no one really uses anything if they're not an A, they don't use them anymore. You know, like right. it's, it's it's still common to say he or she is an A list or an actor. F, an like A-list to be actor. rude. Yeah, it's we 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 are a society of extremes. Yeah, and the middle ground is too blurry and weird, and there's too much of a gray area. So you but can I say would say he's like a B plus. If we had to, like, if we were pressed, B plus, B solid B B plus. I think but there's he's definitely a, not an A list. Well, I think there's also an age bias a little bit. So he's still considered to be like a younger actor. So mm-hmm. like he could grow into an A list actor. I th- I think A list really does come with like age like kind of yeah you need gravitas in a way but a a listers also re- they have a little more like weight to them so it's like you could when you think of a lister you you go to the old idea of like can they open a movie and zach efron can't open a movie but even you know? like kim kardashian who is an a-lister she doesn't she's not in movies but she could open a movie <laughs> you know would people would would a, a movie starring Kim Kardashian be an immediate hit? I don't think so, but she is an A-lister. I'm saying for movie stars, the way you the way you define them is sort of like. But I think if you put movie, Kim's name on a movie or on something, people will show up. Is what like what you're saying? The the equivalent still works, I think, for yeah. other people. But he's not an A-lister. No, but I think it's like close. I think your argument makes sense. I think it would be a lot of people would be like, oh yeah, like he's really famous. People like. Everyone talks about him. He's in the he's in the tabloids all the time, and like he's in big movies. But he is still, I think, like a little. Well, bit that's B+. what makes that's what makes who are them a completely different thing. Like it's a completely different type of categorization. It's also way Zac Efron is to Zac Efron is like obviously a them. Zac Efron is a them. There's no question. Yeah. But a list has a certain like prestige to it, you know, and he doesn't have that. Yeah, it's it's like it's I don't know like. It's just kind of one of those things that you really only see in the blinds. And even then, it's like he's the only one being like, it's a C minus or like a C plus. And it's like, how yeah. do you know? I mean, it's really like a tough scale. I think with that, we're done for the week, right? We should be, yeah. We better be done for the week. So we're done for the week. Please listen after the credits because we have an amazing uh, four to five part call there doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> we asked you. We didn't even ask you, God. We didn't even ask we you. We demanded that you call with we limericks about Piper Parabo. <laughs> limericks about Piper Parabo, and you delivered Indro. We can't even choose when we like the most because we like them all too much. We like them all. So we're going to play that. Also, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Join our Facebook group. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. Also, compliment us on our new logo if you need something to talk about. If you need a topic for your review, talk about our new logo, which is amazing. And with that, just have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. See right? ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. You will Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Piper Parabo went to the hill. Meanwhile, Lizzie and Bobby, they did nil. This political discussion gave me a thought. Who's and thems at the Supreme Court? If Piper Parabo protested a panel potentially appointing a puritanical POS, 
And then how many people adjacent periodicals did Piper Parabo appear? Piper Parabo went to the hill because Kavanaugh is a real pill. She clashed with the Poe, no Instagram show. Piper gives us democracy thrill. There was a nominee named Kavanaugh, to which Piper Parabo said, hell nah. She led the protest and the cops said arrest, and this whole story's got me feeling like blah. Piper Parabo went to D.C. to protest Trump's new nominee. She says no to Brett, and we won't soon forget that she's more than Coyote Ugly. That was a HeadGum Podcast.